This is episode number 391 of Day P Water Cooler, dealing with set... <laughs> set it? Forget it. WordPress websites. Hey. I almost had to deal with it right there. Brought to you by ServerPress Speakers Desktop Server. They make local WordPress development easy. Check them out at serverpress.com. Hey. And Project Panorama is a visual project management platform for WordPress that keeps clients happy and eliminates the headaches and costs you time and money when managing projects. Check them out over at projectpanorama.com. Ooh. I'm Jason Tucker. I'm an IT director and web developer. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. I'm Say Reed at Say Reed Media on all the things. Make WordPress it's your boy Jason Cosper, aka Fat Mullenweg, here to talk some WordPress today. Let's do it. Hey. Follow us over on a podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And while you're there, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate that. Lastly, if you want to go and hang out with us over on Discord, go to slash Discord to find out how you can hang out with us over there in that chat room. Hello, folks. How are you doing today? Oh, sorry. I was jamming to our wicked tunes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's like Friday, and you're like, I don't know. I'm one of those people that uh, listens to the radio, or not the radio, but listens to music while I'm in the shower. So I always have this like morning. I'm like ready to go. I'm like, yes, I got my music going. I'm, I'm good to go. So yeah, I need to have that anthem type thing for this show in order to be able to like be really awake and ready to go. All right, let's talk hey, a little bit. Before we get on the topic, I just was like, can I have a playlist? That is. Oh, I go. I can keep with the playlist. I need a Jason anthem playlist. <laughs> Sounds me. good. Jason's, okay. Jason's shower anthems. <laughs> yeah, I really would like to know what that playlist is. Please uh, My whole family has to hear it because my, my whole family has to hear it when I play it. So yeah, it's it's fun stuff. And we will definitely post the Shopify playlist. Shopify, <laughs> no. Spotify. Spotify. There we go. Spotify playlist in the show notes for all of you. To oh goodness. Anyway, no, sorry. Home. What was that topic thing? I just Yeah. Today's topic we're gonna be discussing uh, dealing with these websites where you just set it and forget it. You've built the website, you set it up, and then you leave. And especially if it was a wait, couple wait, years back. What do you do? You set it and forget it. Does anyone remember? Forget it. You remember it? <laughs> thanks, thanks, Cosper. Okay, that was for like chicken, right? It was like a chicken cooker. Something yeah, like that. The, yeah, the Ronco Rotisserie Grill. Yes, it's a deep cut. Okay, it's a deep cut. <laughs> also in the show notes. So what got me thinking about this? What got me thinking about this is that I had a a friend of mine hit me up, and he was telling me about a website that he built for his kids, I guess like a dojo or some type of karate thing. And they built the website up and got it all set up and everything. And then they never touched it ever again. So this website is still bringing in people. They're still finding it. They're still able to get to it, but with an added bonus. And the added bonus is that the, the Viagra spammers have showed up and have a set up camp. And now that site is ranking very high for Viagra. Uh, dojo now with Viagra spammers. <laughs> right, exactly. I have a question first. Mm -hmm. Did you find out what version of WordPress that site was on? So it was very, it was like, I want to say he it was like eight years ago that this site was built. 
because his kid is no longer a kid. That is, a, that is a, his kid's like coding in my college. He's like, Dad, I could just make that website better now. But okay, so yeah. he did the first mistake building a website for your kid's studio. First mistake. I, I don't know. I think there's some there's something good about that. You're helping, helping out the studio and all this stuff. But if you don't show them how to manage it, or if you don't set up a maintenance agreement with them to keep the site going, I, yeah, I can see this happening. I have another another quick little story. Um, so when I was starting my my little agency that I was running for a couple of years, I ended up going to a local dog groomer. And the dog groomer had a cute logo and everything was cute about this whole design and stuff that he had. And he's yeah, um, I asked him, I was like, oh, do you have a website? And he goes, nah, I don't know how to do any of that sort of stuff. The guy literally had his cell phone is the phone number for the business. Like he didn't even have a phone. Like he, he, he had just the bare minimum. And I was like, you know what? I'll build you a website. So I like bought the domain name for him. I built him the website and then I handed him over all the stuff. Here's the domain name. Here's the website. He, his email address was like at AOL.com. Like it was just like all that sort of stuff. And a couple of weeks later, he hits me up and he's like, hey, could you update the prices on the website? And I was like, sure. So I updated the prices and I was getting free dog grooming because of this, which was really cool. So for two years, we were getting free dog grooming. His website was keeping up to date. And then I don't know, something happened and we ended up like no longer using his services. His website just sat there and and rotted slowly, but surely. And it didn't have auto updates. And I think if it did have auto updates, It would have been really bad if it had auto updates because it just would have just auto updated itself into oblivion. Or maybe it'd be running really well. <laughs> maybe. You never know. That's the argument for auto updates, right? Because there's all of these websites out there. There's hundreds of thousands. It'd be really interesting to do the the calculations. I think that's probably most of those websites that are the bulk that uh, of those lower end websites that is always brought up when we talk about not leaving behind a bunch of WordPress. Like my guess is again, based on no data here, but this is my guess that the bulk of those websites that are being used to justify backwards compatibility are just forgotten websites, just sitting there spun up a couple demos, someone a site for someone that they never used or a site like this karate place. So that's interesting from that perspective. Like the idea that if someone was using the website, are they actively using like these older versions of WordPress or is that they're just like really literally no one's home. It's like abandoned houses. This mm-hmm. was, if this was housing in a city, people would consider that blight. <laughs> like all, just all of these like shells of a website and domains scattered throughout the the landscape of the internet. And if you're not careful, you will end up getting Viagra squatters, right? (laughs) Viagra squatters is a whole image. The Um, thing is, is that, is that these websites, like if you were just built, if, if this was back in the day, this is early two thousands, I went and wrote my HTML and maybe I use like server side includes maybe for something like this. Like maybe I did some little trickery or whatever to make the, the templating a little bit easier. It's essentially a static web. There's just, a, I just built a static website. I never have to update it ever again. It's just going to work. The worst thing that could happen is new browsers come out and the HTML markup that I did 
is now yeah it's now degraded and it's now not working correctly i'm using yeah. tables maybe at that point like any of those sorts of things or now it's dude, you have yeah the you have php you have the entire lamp stack or its variation like you have the operating system in which it's running on you have the the server in which it's running on you have the programming language in which it's, it's being programmed in and you have all these pieces and the database it's literally all these things to break. just reminds me of a drawer full of produce that's someone threw a bunch of produce in and like closed it and then didn't open it for like a month and then it's all the different plugins the plugins are like the zucchini and the lettuce is like the php hosting and it's all like very rotting and various stages of decay <laughs> and then every once in a while that web host sends you an email saying hey by the way have you thought about updating to the latest version of php and you're like what's a php sure yeah, and then you hit yeah. the button and then it updates and then maybe things worked i don't know um, when we were talking didn't. about this in our chat steve who's not here today in case you're wondering why there's a huge gap in our hearts, was saying that he didn't believe that websites were ever truly set it and forget it because they were mourning the loss of the fact that I was complaining about the fact that I have to update everything all the time, every five seconds. And it's just, it gets, it gets annoying, all the things you have to stay on top of. And I was lamenting the days gone by where you could like go a whole month without having to update like 30 plugins. And uh, Steve's argument was that it never really existed, that you always had to maintain websites, which I agree with. But nowadays, like the plugins, the updates are coming, not even just like core and security plugins of just WordPress itself, but all of this stuff is a coming at you. And even if you do set up auto updates on core, on for major updates, on all your plugins that you have the right license information in there for anyway, um, can you really just set it and forget it still, even if you have all those auto updates and it's just running like a little machine? And I don't think that's, I think websites are hands-on experience and the, the disconnect between that reality and what people want it to be. I think right. that's, that's, a, that's an interesting place, that disconnect. I think a site could be, set it and forget it uh, as long as and you brought up a really great point you're not dealing with licensing issues as long as you're not dealing with oh i have to make sure uh, my license is up to date because if you forget that and can stop getting updates then you're screwed there it, it's basically about I, I think i've seen sites that in the, the pre-auto update era, like in, in a previous life, I used to have to, <laughs> yeah, in, in a previous life, I used to have to clean up hacked sites. And a lot of it was set it and forget it. A lot of people set up their sites, just like this karate dojo, set up a site and they, Jason, you said in our uh, group chat before the show that the only thing that the person was that the uh, the sensei at the karate dojo was actually updating was a google calendar that wasn't even part of the wordpress it's embedded yeah right so the only thing that needed to actually be updated for them 
is something that didn't even need WordPress. Now, I, I know all of us on the call, all of us like <laughs> listening, call. all of us like. We're gonna home, guess if you're listening to the show. <laughs> yeah, at, at one time or another, have been guilty of having. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use WordPress for this, even when it's okay. Maybe I shouldn't have used WordPress for this. It sounds like all he needed, all in this case he needed was a calendar <laughs> that people could go visit and that He probably needed an address, which didn't change over those eight years, and a phone number, sure. which didn't change, the name on there. So it, it looked, I'm sure, just enough, which you could very well accomplish with, with an HTML page. Single page with an embedded Google Calendar. They could have gotten away with that. Yeah. And honestly... Okay, so set it and forget it in uh, WordPress. It's hard to do. Back in the day, I'm going to put on set my, up uh, a lot of things to be able to set up and forget a WordPress website. Like there is a lot of yes. setup involved in making that be able to run by itself. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to put on my uh, my internet old hat here for a second. And Back when I was building websites with just HTML in 1996, those sites, Jason said things about tables, about like non-standard ways of doing things. Guess what? They still display in Firefox, Chrome, Safari, all this other stuff. So they still display like people can, it could actually forget about that because unless they're using some weird CGI bin and again, internet grandpa hat, like I, there are people who don't know what CGI bin is. They're better for it because it was horrible. But as long as they're not running something like that, as long as it was just a static page, that was something that you could set and forget. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything, I haven't used Ghost, people talk about it, but is that an example of something that is, I know it runs on, it's on JavaScript, right? and so it's like, obviously that has to stay up to date, but for the most part, is that more of a the thing that you could, is there, are there any CMSs that exist right now, or you know of, that you can set and forget, or do you really legit have to like bust out some Dreamweaver? There's a lot of the a lot of the static CMSs I'm aware of. There there has been an uptick in static CMSs. The ones I'm most familiar with, and it's because I'm a developer and I spend a lot of time on GitHub, are uh, Jekyll and Hugo, which are not user friendly at all. Right. Like they, as far as user friendly ones, developer user friendly or not user end user friendly, like which. How unfriendly. They are developer user friendly, but okay, the patching and shit, like <laughs> as as long as you're letting your neck beard grow in, they're fine. They'll get the job done. Oh, I'm almost dear. there. I'm almost there. Here we go, almost there. <laughs> I promise you there are geek women out there who are plenty capable of and I know them, I know some of them, who are plenty capable of um putting their kernels in their Apaches without an of those people. But those people and I know, I know some women who are also very capable of growing a neck beard. 
<laughs> so there's there's the whole there's the whole spectrum. It's there. absolutely. So what, so what about serverless? Required. A neckbeard is not required in order to install these programs, but it, it is a factor for your probability. It, it, right. It can be a metaphorical neckbeard. Absolutely. A metaphorical neckbeard. So we're talking about serverless. Sorry, point, I am right? going to. I would love to manufacture like strap-on neckbeards for women to wear to tech conferences. Okay. Anyway, side note: if anyone's interested in that, just tweet at me. We'll make that happen. Just for a fun installation. Anyway, <laughs> Jason. Jason, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess what it comes down to is, are we just talking about like serverless technologies here? Are we in, I, I hate the term serverless. There's a freaking server. Yeah, there's a server that's that doing something. Mean? I mean, like, are we building up? Like when people are talking about the static versions of WordPress, those are so much work to create. Oh and yeah. Those aren't set it and forget it anyway. Those are like maintain it constantly. Yeah. yeah. I used, was it Netlify? I used their whole setup and I tried Forestry and I tried I tried a whole bunch of these different ones and I'm looking through a list right now because I can't remember any of these stupid names of these things. But like, I'm looking through them and I'm just like, I've tried a bunch of these and every single one of them, it was like, I got to write some content in GitHub or a thing that is going to shove it in GitHub at some point. And then at that point, a serverless server is going to go and grab it and then display it onto the internet. Like it's going to somehow that database, which is the repo is going to be the thing that kind of makes this get displayed. And I don't think that, I, I don't think the dojo or the dog place are going to figure any of this stuff out. No, no, no. And, what ends up happening to those poor businesses is that the, I'm sure this didn't happen to you because you you're using WordPress, but there are some developers out there who don't build in WordPress, which is somewhat usable. It's on the scale of that. There's a bit of a learning curve, but it can be used by the end user. But there are definitely people who have a kid who go to a karate studio and aren't using WordPress. And they're like, sure, I'll build you a website. And there's, here's your Ruby on rails. And then the, the then the the owner of that site is like, great. I have this site. I can't update it. There's incorrect information on the on the website now. And how do I find someone who does Ruby on Rails? Like, right. Where is that person? So at least in the WordPress world, it might seem as daunting to that karate shop owner or karate dojo owner that they also don't know where to find a WordPress person. But you can't really throw your arm out without hitting a WordPress person, someone who can do some WordPress versus some of these more obscure code banks. So yeah. to that end, even if you are building a super simple website, there is an argument for using something like WordPress that is more common so that it can be updated and maintained by, if not the end user, the next round of parents that come on to the karate shop. Right. It can be continually inherited by someone's parents. Even so, is what I'm saying. Is like that. It's still, it, it still seems like even in this case, it's still the best use. That website was still up, thrown spam, but it was still there and still showing people what their address was. Yeah, um, I, I, I will say 
eight years ago, I if I was put in this situation, I would have set up a WordPress site. I honestly would have forgotten about it if I stopped going to if I stopped taking my non-existent kid to the dojo. He probably had a yellow belt. He was doing good, but it just wasn't for him. It's okay. Um, he decided to pick up the cello instead. <laughs> yeah, no, and the cello was much more his vibe. Yeah, it's totally cool. his vibe. But then the band um, needed a needed a website too, so you, you did a building one for them as well. Yeah. <laughs> but see, it was a few years later, and by that time, Squarespace had come around. And mm. I know this is a WordPress podcast, but if I'm going to make a site that's set and forget... I would throw it on something like a Squarespace. If I really needed it to be WordPress, I would put the site on WordPress.com where handling all of the updates, all of that crap can be on someone else's shoulders. So when I move on, it's no longer my problem. Right. I think that's actually really the difference between even WordPress.com and a managed host. Because even a managed host like DreamPress or uh, WP Engine, you still have to do stuff. You, they're still emailing you with questions about XLM RPC overloads and whatever else that you have to still have a developer for. And the on WordPress.com and on Squarespace, they're not asking you to do that. So I think that really is the answer to that, is the set it and forget it sites really are not even the managed hosts. They really are just on WordPress.com or Squarespace because they're right. also doing that same thing. Yeah, and, and like my solution for my friend was that, hey, there's this thing called WordPress.com. They can take the website. They can take the backup of it. They can go and import it in there. They have their whole little tool to do all that stuff. And when they're done, ta-da, you have your website. It's on WordPress.com. It still exists in WordPress, so you're not having to retrain the person whether or not they actually logged into it and played around with it or any. But at least it's not going to end up with a bunch of Viagra stuff all over it because it's now protected by WordPress. Right. <laughs> like a kismet on steroids. Exactly. <laughs> if you go to WordPress.com now and enter code Viagra Dojo, 20% off. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you right now, uh, it's not as if this hasn't come up, but I have been approached by both Squarespace as well as Wix for sponsorship on this show, which is just, it's just comedy, right? Like, yeah, the, you were going to say you don't have to train or you did say that yeah. you don't have to train the person who wasn't using the website anyway to use the new WordPress.com website, but WordPress.com is actually fairly differently set up than even, <laughs> look at your heads, yes, and there's like vigorous nodding, insert vigorous nodding. Right. WordPress.com's uh, backend setup is totally different than WordPress.org, just regular old WordPress. And it's not necessarily super intuitive. The block editor is there. So now once you're in the block editor, the actual creating of the content is the same, but the, the dashboard essentially is not the same. So it is definitely more 
I actually think it's very confusing, personally, the WordPress.com dashboard. I think there's a lot going on, but it's all just, it's the same as Squarespace. No one has to do any importing. So Karate Dojo should definitely move to WordPress.com. It's interesting, right? Because like you said eight years ago, you would have made this recommendation to, you would have put it on WordPress and now you're, you wouldn't, you wouldn't make the same recommendation as WordPress.com. And I think that really speaks to, as does the set it, don't set it and forget it thing is that tech is just always on the move and you constantly have to update your expectations and your knowledge and your, just the, just all of your inputs along with your plugins and your core. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like we're just constantly updating new stuff. That's like the whole tech industry is moving forward like that. And I think that that is something that doesn't always gel the same with other industries who think of websites more as buying a car. You buy a car and you got your car, maybe you got to keep your car up, but you're not like redoing your engine every five years or anything. So I think it's, it's interesting. And then all the tech people always want to move to the next best thing. And all the small business owners are like, hold on, don't change anything. But it keeps changing no matter what. It keeps changing. Yeah. Actually, I'm sure there's a really deep metaphor in there somewhere if you want to extrapolate about change and human nature and technology. Well, you just like put it- that into a a little blender and spin it up and then tweet it out there. Hit me up if you do that. I want to even that change piece if you look at the way in which businesses want to run. Businesses want to run without any of that change that's going on. And you had companies from like for instance you had somebody like Red Hat where it's they they build a, a Linux distro that is is set a certain way and the company who's going to be using it wants to and has ex- is expect- expecting to have that thing continue to run the same way for X number of years. So they build these like they call them LTS versions of of these, and so they're long term uh, solutions for it, allowing it to stay that way for a long ter- period of time. WordPress doesn't have that. <laughs> WordPress right. doesn't have that. Even Squarespace doesn't have that. Because I remember even having a friend of mine who had a softball team where their whole softball team ran off of Squarespace. And at some point, the Squarespace version of their like template or whatever was going away and they had to pick a different template. And she's right. like, she's like, how do I do this, Jason? And I'm like, I don't know. Like we're in there like digging around looking at it, like, how do you even do that? And I'm trying to figure out how to use Squarespace for the first time. And I'm finding out that Squarespace itself actually ends of life some of their versions of their their themes and stuff because their templates because it's like i'm sorry we came out with a new solution we're moving you to a whole nother version of squarespace so uh, even to think that that just because wordpress gets all these updates and oh squarespace is so much easier i don't necessarily think it is and i think to go back to what steve was saying just his blanket statement was i think that any of these websites are going to need an update, no matter what. You're no never going to be able to just leave it. Yeah, I think there you is no to. setting it and forgetting it. It's not a. It's not a thing, unless you want it to get overrun with Viagra spam and and whatever else, which you mm-hmm. know is still doing the I thing. Won't. Shout out, and they just changed it. 
before the episode ends, shout out to the original Set It and Forget It website, which was the original Space Jam website. That thing has run for ages. Basically, since the first Space Jam movie, it was the exact same site until now they're coming out with the LeBron Space Jam. So they had to change it. They put it at like a slash classic or something like that on spacejam.com. But that old site, that was something that they set up. They didn't update after they shipped it and it ran for 20 years with no problems. I would really like to read about that, actually, because <laughs> I'm a nerd. So if you want to set it and forget it, go back to HTML, forget WordPress. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's start. Let's Put go back. Cooler. Yeah, yep. ending the show. We're going back classic. Exactly, yeah. going back to classic. Hey, th- thanks for talking with me about this. I know it's my dumb topic, and it, it was a fun one, and I, I think it was uh, it was interesting to explore. Um, I just wanted but it, to say. Set it. And forget and it. Forget it. I don't know if I was supposed to say the and or not. No, I got messed up. Sorry. Anyway. Here's our outro. See ya. We are an audio podcast. If you want to listen to us as an audio podcast, go over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. And if you just want to watch us, like most of you are, you can go and uh, watch us on YouTube as well. Talk to y'all later. You have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>